When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Ken Barkley, and you. All right, uh, a game of whatever you prefer is coming up momentarily. We can't wait for it. No, sincerely, like we can't wait for it. Our bets for tonight are coming up to close the show. But let's start the power hour uh, talking about what we talked about to end our number three, and that is this projected Browns-Eagles game on Friday night, September 6th, um, opening week of the NFL season. The game would be played in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And we went to break talking about the Eagles, and we could turn this into a Browns conversation a little bit and like the matchup between the two teams, who we would make the favorite by how much, and the total in the game. And I closed last hour, Ken, saying that the Eagles feel, to me, like a boomer bust team, where in lieu of betting like win total over, may have I bet them to win the Super Bowl. And in lieu of betting kind of like a win total under, I said I was being probably extreme. Like, they're probably too good to have the worst record in the league, right? They have too much talent. Maybe it's like alt-unders. Like, what's like under 7.5 going to pay on the Eagles? Like, under 6.5 going to pay on the Eagles if if the bottom falls out, right? And, And I do think there's potential for that to happen. I don't think they're like that talented where... Like, they can't have a disastrous season, potentially. They had a disastrous end to this last season. So, that's kind of, I reserve the right to change my mind. Like, the season ended eight days ago. So, I definitely reserve the right to change my mind. But uh, that's where I'm at right now, Ken, at least with Philadelphia. So, anything else for you on the Eagles? Or we want to get to the uh, the matchup here, potentially, between the two teams? Just a quick question. You said uh, the Eagles are too good to have the worst record in the league. Uh I assume win totals will come out sometime a couple weeks before the draft. Usually that's when they come out in a couple places and then everywhere after the draft. Who will who will have the lowest win total next year? I have a couple teams in my head for who I think the answer to that question could be. I'm trying to think uh, about what me, the actual what the right answer is though. Let me see. Who's going to have the lowest win total? Okay. No um well who like, like who's New England's quarterback going to be? That's, New England I think that would be how my, about this? I think they would have the worst because the division's so tough. Yeah. Even if they're not the worst team, I feel like they might. So, like them, like Tennessee is going to be dreadful. Uh, I but mean, their not, divisions not definitely. I mean, 
I guess like if you really like, I just like they they have no players. Like they just they don't have a lot of play. Like and their their coach like well this is like way down the road. Like they had the ultimate do like do more with less coach. They had the coach that always won as an underdog and always like got the team ready to play and always like showed up in big spots with less talent. And now they have Brian Callahan. Yeah, but and he's really he's tall. Right. And owners and don't like that. And maybe he's really, maybe he's going to end up being a really good coach. It's totally possible. We've never seen it before. Um, just like when you replace a guy like that, I think the assumption is like, oh, well, they'll get to like seven. Like, really? I think they could get to two. Like, why can't they be awful? Why can't that happen? Um, they're just like replacing a coach like that, I think, is uh, is tricky. I don't think they'll have the lowest. Win. I think New England will be lower than them. Like, Washington would be another one. Um can I think of another? T- I guess Carolina will be really low again, and I'll bet the over probably. But uh, it just depends on what it is. Those would be a few. Can, a I, few can I stand out? Can I toss a dark horse out at you? Depending on how they how they structure their off season, we talked Minnesota. about this off air before. Um, I think I my guess is that Cousins is going to resign there, but potentially like depending on who the quarterback. Right. If Jaron Hall's the quarterback, the Ice Man, then yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Be <laughs> deep freeze. Uh, deep freeze. So Seattle, the Seahawks, yeah. did something interesting um, while Ken and I were out. They basically, they, they kept Geno Smith on the roster, which guaranteed him like another $12 million this season. And you might be hearing that and think, oh, well, that guarantees that Geno will be Seattle's quarterback. They're paying him this money. It's guaranteed to him now, so he'll definitely be their quarterback. But actually, like, investigating it a little and, like, reading up on it, um, basically what Seattle has done is secured— I mean, league average at worst, at worst, starting quarterback in Geno Smith at a very affordable salary. So Seattle can decide in year one with Mike McDonald um, to either go into the season with Geno as the starter or like trade Geno and he becomes like a really like attractive trade option because of the money that's being paid to him. So I I don't know what Seattle's going to try and do here. They have the 16th pick in the draft. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that with a really young head coach like moving away from Pete Carroll, not that they're like going to try and lose and tank, but that they might tear it down and like to build the some bitch from the ground up again. So not that I think Seattle's going to have a really low win total, but I guess if they trade Geno and it's like who's the quarterback going to be, I don't know. I I I wouldn't I wouldn't like look past Seattle as a team that might be really really bad almost by design next season. I don't know if that answers your question, but I at least want yeah, to throw does. that out there. And we yeah. also talked off air about maybe maybe Pittsburgh being an option for Geno Smith if Seattle yep. does decide to trade Geno. Yep. Yeah, and I think to be fair on the Geno Seattle point, uh, when they when Russell Wilson went to Denver and we thought it was going to be Geno or Drew Locke and Pete Carroll was still the coach to give you an idea of how that team was rated, like filling in a star quarterback who gets traded. I mean, they went to those, what, like six and a half the first year with Geno when he won a comeback player of the year and they made the playoffs. I mean, a insanely kind of like how the Rams were rated last year, actually a similar from the same division where you're just like, well, you remember I think the they're going to be bad. Week one against Denver and Nathaniel yeah, Hackett, Denver, what like that was the Montana on the game? road or whatever. Denver, like it? six yeah. or six and a half. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Seattle won like a low scoring game, right? They won some kind of low scoring game. I forget what the final well, score was. <laughs> Denver yeah. had like nine trips inside the red right. zone, like fumbled on six of them. This would prove three to be a theme, right? Yeah, yeah, this would, this would prove to be like the story of Denver season. Like, oh, we, can't, we can't really score a lot of points. We're, we're really bad. And our coach is terrible. And he wasn't the coach anymore. And we got Sean Payton. Uh, yeah. I'll say Patriots lowest win total. 
but uh yeah a couple good options there we could talk we could talk about the game though really we did did promise like what the point spread will be so the funny thing about this browns eagles game on the the opening friday night browns i feel like i i kind of know what it's going to be from just a rating standpoint i don't know how many games they're going to win whatever but like are they good how good are they where do they fit in one to 32 uh, I think there's going to be like a strong consensus opinion that they're like in kind of a second tier in the conference and they'll be rated as such. And for the Eagles, this is what trips me up for even what this point spread's going to be. Because if the market's more like, no, they solved like forward thinking organization, they solved the problem, like got two new coordinators, like it's okay. And the roster stays somewhat the same, even though Kelsey's gone. Could I see them as like a one point favorite in the game or something? This being the Eagles, like this is a, a bull case for them. Yeah. Uh, what do I think? It's more likely, you know, Browns less than three, Browns one, one and a half, something like that, like makes the most sense to me right now. Just like on a neutral, factoring in how the Eagles closed and that Watson will play in the game. Let's put, put us pencil that in as an assumption that, uh, that I think the Browns would at least open as a small favorite. And kind of in the early part of the offseason, I don't think either team would be favored by three. Um, but I, I don't say that with a lot of confidence. Philly is just really interesting this next year because you've seen a very high ceiling and a very low floor in the same season. And it was last season. And a lot of those guys are going to be back again. And the quarterback's going to be back and the coach is going to be back. So it's nothing's fundamentally changing. It's same coach, same quarterback. And yet you've seen a really extreme high and a really extreme low in the same year. Um how do you balance those two? Do you, do you come out average, like it's an extreme high and extreme low, or do you wait one more than the other? Um, we're just going to kind of have to wait and see on that. And uh, Jim Schwartz revenge game, obviously taking on uh, yeah, one of his old teams, been, the, uh, the Philadelphia yeah, Eagles. Right. Uh, my, I came up with a side end total here. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't I had, do a total. Yeah. Uh, Browns one, so Cleveland yeah, favored. Totally agree. And uh, yeah. and forty six. How'd you come up with forty six? I think I, so I kind of like used the 10 poles, like 44 and 47. I felt like it had to be right. more than 44, but I wanted to make it less than 47. Ergo, 46. Well, I guess it could be... have been like 45. But I thought it was right. shaded more towards 47 than 40. With these two quarterbacks, I also don't know like what the field conditions are going to be like or like what yeah. the weather is going to be in that game. So you it's you don't incomplete have, you don't the Corinthians, The Corinthian stadium field conditions aren't part of this handicap yet, uh, you know. Eight months in advance, less. Basically, uh, this is like if it were in a dome stadium in America, this is what I would make, basically. <laughs> right. Like a little less than 47. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brown's defense will be rated pretty well in the game, probably. But yeah, like, I, you know, um, it doesn't strike me as a game with an extreme high or low total based based on the two teams right now. So I think you're you're at least in the neighborhood. Something starts with four, some kind of middle number. And and I'm, I'm good on that for now. I wouldn't I don't think I'd have a strong opinion. On the total, especially with, as you mentioned, the game taking place in a really unique environment. Okay. Uh, anything else on this game for now? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I might, uh, I might do a little more NBA MVP when we do uh, Hart Trophy in the last segment, but I kind of want, I kind of want to do something random. So we should do whatever you prefer for a little bit. I will say that, um, obviously, a lot of time until like that game, yeah. s- seven months. I'll tell you what. If the Browns are actually going to be a dog in that game, honestly, like even if they're like minus one, like I'm going to bet Cleveland in the game probably, and I reserve the right to change my mind like as early as tomorrow on this. But uh, my 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 early read is I would like Cleveland in the game. Shout out to Reed Wallach. Uh, you better you bet here with Nick again. Uh, let's play some whatever you prefer. As we now enter the NFL offseason portion of the show, Tyler Morales is our executive producer today, and Tyler will be hosting. Uh, go ahead and hit us with the crappy introduction, guys. 
You can choose this. What would you, what do you, what, what would you, what is it, whatever. Or you can choose that. It's time for whatever you prefer. All right, so I lied. Tyler is going to be the host here. I, I would like to ask the first question and have our crew answer it. Okay. So we don't have okay. a graphic for this one, so don't jump the gun, that, Mike. And, yeah, it's, and, and, that, and, that, and that's yeah. totally okay. All right, so the scenario is this. So Tyler is our executive producer today. Tyler, hello. What's up, guys? What's up? Uh, we'll What's give up? you first crack at this one, Tyler. So All this right. is the scenario. NBA All-Star game. Oh, actually, is it is it funnier if it's like – it might be funnier if it's like a playoff game. Okay. Like finals um, game one or something? Yeah, yeah okay, okay. So I'm going to set the stage. It's NBA Finals Game 1. The Eastern Conference champion is the Boston Celtics. The Western Conference champion, after making a miracle run from the play-in to the seven seed, taking out OKC in the first round, Denver in the second round, and the Clippers in the Western Conference Final, a rejuvenated king LeBron James and oh. the Lakers representing the West Lakers in the Celtics. NBA Finals. Tyler, you have a courtside seat to Game 1 in Los Angeles. Early in the game, the ball finds its way. It bounces to you, like, and you're sitting in the front row. LeBron comes over to get the ball. You go to hand LeBron the ball, and he goes to take it from you, and you, like, grab the ball a little bit, and he looks at you. You have a, a cup of Sprite in your hand. You have to throw the cup of Sprite in LeBron's face. A courtside game one of the game one of the NBA finals. Is it in Boston or Los Angeles? <laughs> it's in it's in Los Angeles. Okay. It's in Make LA. It even more uh, undesirable. <laughs> Tyler, how much money would we have to pay you to throw a soda in LeBron's face? Game one of the NBA finals. Throw some starry. Throw some starry right in his face. <laughs> Honestly, I I think a couple million. I need enough to pay the bail. When I go to prison, and then if you give me a little extra on the side, I don't think I need that much to be honest. I would need more to you yell again the hole to a. I would yeah. I would need more to say get in the hole of Jack than throw a sprite in LeBron's face on court side. Ooh, that's a. I do don't you, know, man. Do you think that? Yeah, like Nick, do you think that? I kind of no, think because I think I think, like, I think, I think if... getting the hole is like it's like a victimless crime. Like it's a ceremonial <laughs> tee shot. And, like, I'm just in a crowd. Like, people don't even know it's me right away. LeBron's, like, holding the basketball with me. There is there is no chance anyone else is throwing the cup of starry into his face. It's it me. Like, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Like, I, it's, it's, the camera is on the two of us, and I splash him in the face. Like, can I ask you another question? What do you think he'd do? I think he'd probably, like feign like he was going to do something and then like probably shake his head and like turn he's 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 like he's like way too yes and then you get teed up he's way too savvy to like take a swing at you now the question though is like is there like he doesn't like like our test isn't on the lakers anymore is there like a psychotic teammate of his that would like attack you yes who i don't think there's anybody on the lakers that like fits that description so like let's go through the players and see who would do it like reeves no russell no Van- Vanderbilt's hurt. Like he's not even on the, really on the team anymore. Like Christian Anthony Wood, Davis. no, no way. Uh, I don't know if there's like a there's definitely. I don't think there's like an enforcer. Yeah, the I think Darvin he like Ham gets, might swing at you. Yeah, he like gets hit in the face. 
with with soda, which would like burn his eyes too bad. He would he would be like my eyes. He'd be like I'm hurt, <laughs> and then he would like go get a towel and then like point that he would like me to be thrown out. That's which oh, honestly, be... isn't that bad? <laughs> no, but like, but like the point is like you are like. You're you're on social on media side. immediately. Yes, yeah. Yeah, immediately. Like I can't get out of there, and it's in Los Angeles. People are going to throw stuff at me. Yeah. Yeah. How much Boston, money they give me a standing that? ovation? Yeah. Okay. How much money to do that? I'll give you an answer after the break. All right, we'll go we'll go around the horn, and then Tyler will ask us some whatever you prefer questions. Coming up next here in the Power Hour with Nick and Ken.